Well, hello, and thank you for tuning in to Dr. Gina's radio chat. Woo! I'm so excited to be with you guys today. Today is Wednesday, July the 20th. Yep, we are already towards the end of the month, the seventh month of 2022. Good Lord, the time has gone by. So much has happened. So much is going on. So many things are popping off in the political arena around the world. Who can keep up? But I know one thing, God is still in control and he has the final say. And I'm just so glad to be with you today. Listen, tune in and tell a friend now. Go ahead and tell your friend that you are listening to Dr. Gina's radio chat today, Wednesday in Washington, D.C. It is 88 degrees right now. The high today in D.C. is 93 degrees. Oh, goodness. You guys are like California. Um, In Detroit, it is 82 degrees, mostly sunny today. Um, Your high today is going to be 90 degrees. Um, You have showers coming this evening. Thunderstorms are coming. Um, It should be lightening up around 8 p.m. this evening. So it'll clear up for you guys. And I'm so glad for you for that. Um, We need that rain here. In California, send some over this way. 69 degrees right now in Los Angeles. The high today is going to be 86 degrees um, today. Um, and all sunshine today in LA. <laughs> in London, you are 78 degrees right now. Um, your high uh, was 80 degrees, and you got a little bit of showers coming. But you're going to be just fine um, with that. A lot of clear skies for you. So no worries there. Let's see. In Miami, you are 87 degrees, partly cloudy today. Your high today is going to be 89 degrees, partly sunny all throughout the day. And we have Kenya. You are 85 degrees right now. Your high was 86 degrees. All sunshine for you as well. You got clear skies even coming into the next morning, which is tomorrow. Kenya, Hawaii, you are 50 degrees. Um, That is, you have clear skies right now. Your high was 69 degrees um, today. Um, And you are going to have showers tomorrow. Um, You're waking up to 50 degrees tomorrow with showers. So be prepared for that on your commute to work. You want to be covered, right? Right. All right. Um, Australia, you are 44 degrees right now. Your high was 56 degrees and your clear skies all the way tomorrow. You're waking up to 39 degrees and clear skies. That's so good, Australia. All right. And I got to come visit you soon. Puerto Rico. Hey, you're 80 degrees right now. Your high is going to be 81 degrees, all partly sunny. There's some good weather going around today everywhere. This is so good. This is the day that the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. All right, Portugal. You are 75 degrees right now. Your high was 83 degrees. You got showers right now, but you're clearing on up. Got a little bit of sprinkles coming this evening. Um, Heavy showers coming throughout the wee hours of the a.m. for you. You're waking up to uh, showers in the morning. 66 degrees um, is going to be what you're waking up to. And 83 degrees is going to be your high. Listen, if I didn't name your city, your continent, your nation or your country, guess what? God is still in control and he has the final say. Wow because he loves you so much and he's got your back, your front and your side. And guess what? He is all the way covering you. His hand is upon you and your feet have been anointed to walk in peace. So go ahead and walk in your peace. God bless you. All right, you guys, listen, we have covered the weather. We're going to take a sponsorship break and we're going to go right into ministerial moment. 
Hi, my name is Gina R. Prince, and I'm so excited to share with you my third published book, In the Weight of Every Loss. In the Weight of Every Loss, I share revelation God gave me concerning the scripture, Hebrews 12 and 1, stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us. In the weight of every loss, I'm being completely transparent about my own struggles I endured in my personal walk. Serving in a leadership role as an ordained apostle preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ is not always easy. So if you are called into leadership or are actively in a leadership role right now, in the weight of every loss will expose the real work of the enemy. You will be encouraged to regain your strength again and return back to the will of God. In the weight of every loss is for those in leadership struggling to maintain strength. It is for those who truly want to walk in truth and for those who are no longer willing to live in a lie anymore. Get in the weight of every loss. Get in the weight of every loss. It will not be another one like that. My journey of 18 years in ministry, the highs, the lows, the ups and downs, the fallings down and the gettings back up. <laughs> and God's grace was sufficient all along the journey. So go ahead and get on Amazon and Kindle in the weight of every loss. All right, you guys, let's get right into it. Ministerial, ministerial moment. Okay. I just want to encourage you. I know it's so much going on and people are holding on. They're bearing down. They're trying to scrape up everything they can and making, you know, rash decisions and, you know, walking in nervousness and anxiousness and stuff. I just say, calm down, you know, relax, especially believers. You know, the God that you serve, you know him. He is the same God in your life that he was yesterday before you even knew him, after you knew him, all the mistakes you made, the bad decisions, you know, the lessons that were learned all along your journey. He is the same God that provided for you, that healed you, that brought your wayward child back to you, that healed your marriage. I mean, he is the same God that answered your prayers and gave you surprises, things that he revealed to you that you had no idea about. That part when he says, I would do exceedingly, he would do exceedingly and abundantly above all all that you can ever ask or think that part. That's the same God you serve. He's surprised you many times and you've gotten degrees and you've gotten promotions and you've gotten opportunities and you were on platforms that you never even thought that you would ever be on. This time is no different. He's the same God. He's in control of everything. So you put away that fear because he did not give us the spirit of fear, but of love, power and a sound mind. And right now it is up to you to put your big pants on and go ahead and walk in boldness and confidence, knowing that no matter what the world is going through, no matter what the politicians are saying, no matter what laws are being voted in, no matter what the gas is going on, no matter what's happening in your mind, your body, your soul or what have you, God is still in control. And you've got enough tools to put them pants on and walk boldly and confidently, knowing that you are in right standing with God. See, it's not about what's going going on. It's about what you believe. It's not about what you see on the outside It's what's on the inside. Ask God to strengthen your spirit, man. Ask him to give you boldness to stand for righteousness. Ask him to give you confidence that he will do exactly what he said he would do. Things have not fallen by the wayside for the kingdom kids. No, no ma'am and no sir. We're still in right standing with God, but we have to make a decision to stand on all the foundation that we've been building on 
upon all of these years in our relationship with him, all of the foundation that we've learned through scripture and prayer and pr the presence of our father. We have to stand on that. We have to be strong. We have to grow up. We have to mature. And now is the time. Just look at it as being a test and you're determined to pass that test. Just look at it like, you know what? God called me an overcomer more than a conqueror. That's who I am. And decree that thing and walk in that thing. And no, it is not easy. Oh my goodness. I can tell you it's not, but you have to remind yourself and pull out those old sermons, pull out those scriptures, you know, start ministering to yourself like David did. <laughs> I mean, we got to do what we have to do to survive and win. Okay. Because God did not call us survivors. He called us overcomers. So we have to make it through these tests to overcome. All right. So go ahead and do what you got to do and know that I'm rooting for you. But most importantly, the kingdom at hand is cheering for you. All right. So this has been Ministerial Moment. We'll be right back with my friend, my promoter buddy, Bill Ingrams. We'll be right back. The Keys Against the Enemy is a 90-day spiritual devotional boot camp. The Keys is authority. In Matthew 16, 19, Jesus tells Peter that he's given the keys of the kingdom of heaven and that whatever he binds on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever he loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So the keys actually is power and authority, the heavens that God has given us, that we could do the same thing. The keys against the enemy is literally the maturity through the years that God has really developed me into a prayer warrior. I want you to feel empowered. I just want you to know that you are a warrior, that you are an overcomer, a victor. I want you to know that you have all authority against the enemy and all of his wiles and all of his tactics. You can go on thekeysagainstheenemy.com so many things that's going on with the keys against the enemy. Go purchase your book and find out whatever's going on with the keys against the enemy. I'm Hayes. And I'm Henry. And we're the Johnson of La Hope Harry Wiggs. And you're listening to Dr. Gina. Kingdom Talk. Where are you going? You better not change that station. Come on. Listen. Tune up. You're listening to Dr. Gina's radio chat. Don't go nowhere or you'll be square. And as promised, we have Bill Ingrams with us. I'm so excited to have him on the show today. It's so much to talk about because I have heard Bill Ingram's name for so long. And I'm talking about of excellence, the promotions, the marketing and et cetera. He is a, a household name in my book because that's where I heard of him so many times. And um, I'm so glad to have you here with us, Bill Ingram. Welcome to Dr. Gina's Radio Chat. Thank you, Dr. Gina. You know, I'm honored to be on your show. I heard so much about about your show, and, you know, I look forward to being on it. So finally, I'm here. <laughs> yes, um, and I'm so grateful that you are. You are the founder of Platinum, uh, Platinum Shows. It's an entertainment company, promotions, et cetera. Tell us about that. Oh, Platinum and... Platinum Productions, which is the corporate name, uh, was founded in 2002 uh, by uh, myself, but I had some help. Tina Marie and I and Penny Johnson, which is Rick James' sister, who was managing Tina at the time, 
uh, formed like a partnership to go and, and do concerts. So Tina and Rick Gaines' sister really gave me my first major break. I, I've been in the concert game before that, but this was my first major break. And I formed Platinum Productions in September of 2002 and been going strong ever since. And you have done some huge shows. Like, you have put on some great productions. And, you know, what are some of a couple of your favorite ones? I know Tina Marie and all of that. They probably was like, because they're like, that was your beginning with Platinum. But what are a few more of your favorite ones? Well, you know, all of them are my favorite ones. But let me just tell you, you know, what what I established was, annual events so people will know what event every year is coming up like martin luther king weekend that sun that sunday we have the all-stars of hip-hop where we have the various you know all-stars like old school all-stars of hip-hop that performs on that you know in february you know we have our valentine's day show that that we do and we do two of them we do one for Valentine's Day, and then we do one for President's Day, which is the 70 Soul Dance. Then we jump into March, and we have Litany C. Litany C is a younger hip-hop show that we put on. Then we yeah. have our big Mother's Day weekend that we have in Atlantic City. And all these shows are in Atlantic City that I'm talking about right now because it's a destination place. Right. And Mother's Day, we, we have uh, the big concert on Saturday, Mother's Day Saturday, at Boardwalk Hall. And then we go to the smaller casino and have the Sunday up close and personal concert. Okay. Then we jump into the summer season at the Dell Music Center up here in Philadelphia, which is the outdoor amphitheater owned by the city of Philadelphia. And mm-hmm. we produce a lot of their shows over the summer from July uh, to September. And then lastly, we follow up in October back over at Boardwalk Hall for the AC Comedy Festival, which is a two-day comedy festival. It was during Columbus Day, but since you changed the name to, what is it now? Uh, since the name comes. Uh, and this was, uh, you know, what, what, is, what, is, what is it changed to? Dr. Gina, uh, you know, <laughs> I got you on that one, too. You got me stuck. <laughs> indigenous people, yeah, indigenous people that, yeah. Oh, wow, when did that happen? I'm late. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, that's about, oh. what, two years now that they, that they oh. had changed the name. Oh, wow. But, that's uh, yeah, so... It's not really like the artists and stuff. It's more about with with us, as you can see, it's more about our annual stuff. So our people in the Philadelphia, New Jersey, uh, New York, D.C., Baltimore area, they can plan out their schedule because they know what's coming up annually. And it gives them, you know, all year to plan for these various events. 
Oh, wow. I love that, actually, because like you said, people like routine and they get to know you by your consistency. And so it helps. I'm, I know um, it has been successful for you because people get to know you. They're like, you're the name that they know. And it's comfortable. It's, I've never had a bad show. Every time I've gone to their events, it's always been of excellent. You know what I mean? You start building up that reputation right. and that rapport in that way. Um, with with um, the uh, pe- the audience and the people that come to the show. So listen, there's so much going on, and you know, with the pandemic, and I'm, you know, with you guys, with you being so um, consistent in the years. I mean, for years now, um, when the pandemic hit, of course, everything slowed down. Nothing else. Nobody was moving. Artists wasn't moving. No venues was open. Everything was shut down. Um, didn't nobody know when things were picked back up. Now that things have opened up and things um, are, you know, venues are more comfortable. Um, what is this like? Is it a new world? Or is it as if, you know, can't, the, uh, COVID never came? You know, how, how has well, um, the adjustment, how is it now after the fact? Oh, in, in, in 21, when, when they opened up like around, I would say around July of 21, you know, mm-hmm. venues started to open back up. It was a great rush to come to see a show, even if you had to wear a mask, but it was a great rush because everybody was tired of that cabin fever. So right. everybody went out and he was rushing to see it. Plus, a lot of people had that stimulus money. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Those are facts. Yeah. Right. So they, they were burning up that stimulus money, too. Coming into 2022, you know, it's still a demand for the shows that people want to get out, have a good time, and almost forget (laughs) that, that, you know, COVID hasn't, you know, been around or still is around. But now they're a little bit more choosy how they spend their money because that stimulus money has run out. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know... (laughs) So, wow. you know, you really got to give them a good product, you know, for them to really, you know, now to come out and spend that money in droves like, like they were doing in 21. Yeah, I get it. You know, and then with gas prices going up and so many other things, you know, but one thing's for sure, um, as far, especially in the... Um, in the black communities, you know, we, we, you know, to get through sorrow and and hard times and stuff like that, a good party is always something to put a smile on your face. If you look at good times, they always had a rent party. It was always about a party or entertainment to get through the tough times. And our culture has always um, put together barbecues, cookouts, you know, dancing, celebration, laughter, um, no matter what is going on. So I know that within our culture um, in particularly, and even people now, like you said, with the pandemic and stuff, people's perspective, you know, perceptions have changed so much. You know, it's like more living and more, you know, I'm not, I would rather live and enjoy and do some things and have more laughter and, you know, do an activity, get memories, you know what I mean? Because you never know, you know, what could occur and things like that. So I know you guys are doing well. It may not be like the beginning of when the rush had happened, but I know entertainment tickets are going to sell. I just know tickets are selling and they're going to sell. And, um, yeah. you know, because I'm going to do stuff and I know it's slowed down. But what can a promoter 
that may be starting off in this day and time with everything I said and whatever you've experienced as an as a promoter, what advice would you give someone just like, okay, I got an I got I just inherited you know, $100,000, you know, and I want to invest in a, a show and do some kind of entertainment. What would you advise them with what I said and what you've experienced and after the pandemic? How would you advise them? I, I, I would let them know that before you invested that money into anything, it's just like anything else. I would, I would try to latch on to somebody that's doing shows at this time just to see the inner workings of it. Don't jump in cold because, you know, this is a cool business, too. You know, mm-hmm. if you put your money up, it might not come back. I always tell people <clears throat> that don't invest in shows with household money or money that you really need. You know, invest in shows with money that's dispendable, that if something happens, because when you when you got to depend on, you know, uh, clientele to, to come to your show. You might think you have the best show in the world. And then when you look around, <clears throat> it's nobody there, you know, mm-hmm. for, for, you know, a lot of reasons. You know, it could be other stuff in the market at that time. You know, uh, like you said, gas prices are so high. So people are like, well, I can't go to this show, but I can go to that show. So my, 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 my first advice to a person is get with somebody that's already doing it. Learn from it. Like, uh, like Joe, you know, like, you know, I, I learned a lot of stuff from, from Joe, you know, before I really got into the business because he was in it. I saw where he had success. I saw where he had some failures. And, you know, you can then put it together for yourself, but at least you have an idea of what's going on. Yeah. My thing is, um, what I've noticed also is that the one of the reasons, and I, I just feel like I'm answering somebody's question, like what would be the reason why people would not, why shows would not sell a lot of tickets, why the venues aren't full? And one of the things that I've noticed, and this is just, um, I'm siding with the promoter here is that the art artist rates have gone up so much that <laughs> it's like to, in oh, order yeah. for you to get your money back, then the tickets have to come up because you're paying for the, a lot of people don't know the whole background of promoting a, a right. concert putting on a show. You have to pay for the venue. You have to pay for insurance. You have to pay for sound and lights. You have to pay for the acts. You have to pay for their um their their stay, their travel, their you know their assistance, their manager. You have to pay for their yeah. router, the rider. You know what do they like to eat? What do they want in their dressing room? Mm-hmm. You have to pay for a caterer. You have to pay for transportation to get them back and forth from the hotel to the venue. You have to pay for them. You know all of that stuff costs all of it. And so when oh, the yeah. artist, when the artist. T- when their ticket price goes up, their 
charged, what you have to pay them to perform goes up. Like say for instance, one artist could be, you know, back in the day you can get somebody for 20,000 and now you, they then went up to 80,000. I mean, it's like, it's that drastic. It's not like a little bit, like people might think it's comparable to like, if you have a rent and every year it goes up $5 or 25. No, 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 no. That artist has free will to start charging $20,000 more, $10,000 more, $50,000 more. And if they have some kind of, um, you know, exposure, then their prices go up. Like Fat Joe say, you know, yesterday's price is not today's price. You Big know? prices, yeah. And, and I know it makes you guys nervous. It's like, so what does that mean? Like, what? what's your new price now? Because you was high already. I mean, there's what's the most that an artist have charged. You're talking about Beyonce, Jay-Z, people like that. What is their, what is, just a roundabout figure, how much do they normally well, charge? Well, if you're talking about, you're talking about a one-off for for Jay-Z, Beyonce, people of that elk, you know, you want to pay over a million dollars for a one-off. You know? Do you hear that? That's why your ticket prices is three hundred and six hundred and and two. And you know, the, and then the closer you get to the stage, I've been seeing ticket prices six hundred dollars, seven hundred. I'm like, you know, so. But they have to do that to pay the bill, so you can have a nice experience, right. you know, so you can see a show, um, you know. But I know that um, promoters like yourself try to give you guys and the listeners and those that. Um, you know, go to the shows and buy tickets, you know, try to do what's fair to you because they need you to buy the tickets. So just don't think that they just, you know, promoters is like, oh, yeah, I'm getting my money. Sometimes they break even just to fill in the seats. They don't get anything back. Like he was saying, don't, um, you know, don't get, um, you know, put your money up that you may need. It's a risk because you might win and you may not, you know, and sometimes you break even. And so I would tell yeah. a promoter that, yeah, like, you know, sometimes they get if they could just break even sometimes and just put it on a resume that they did a show like that. Some promoters are pleased with that. So anyway, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I got to get you on here sometimes so you could do like a a, a, t- a lesson <laughs> or like a breakdown. Because <laughs> you know, it's so many people out here losing their shirts because they just go in there thinking that it's something cute. They want to be popular. You know what I mean? And they lose their shirts and they don't really yeah. know what's going on. And, and then it's not a lot of people like Joe Meacham and like yourself, Bill Ingrams, that are willing to help a brother out or a sister, you know, because it's so competitive, right. too. Everybody's a promoter. Everybody want to do it. So, you know, anyway, thank God for you and Joe Meacham that, you know, True Trailblazers out here putting that, uh, you know, just giving that knowledge and stuff uh, to people so they can know to do better and to win. Also, I want to talk about Black Promoters Collectives. Let's talk about them BPC, because you're a part huh? BPC. Let's talk about you guys just put on an amazing. First of all, you had three shows, I think, going on at one. At least it felt like it. You had Peg LaBelle. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like y'all had like three, four shows going on at the same time. You had Peg LaBelle, Gladys Knight. You had Stephanie Mills. And every now and again, you had Freddie Jackson join in with the girls. And then, which I interviewed him last uh, August, and he was talking about something coming up, but he didn't name it yet. He wasn't, he wasn't, um, he didn't say it yet. But then I saw, I said, oh, okay, he's on the show with them. And then you had um, 
Oh my God, the best show ever. Oh my God, then you had New Edition, Jodeci. Oh my God, you guys have opened up so many opportunities for Jodeci. I'm telling you, that BET and all of that, I thank you guys for taking a chance on them and making it happen because they are, they are such a good group. Them and BBD, I mean, am I saying it right? B, BDB, yeah. <laughs> Bam Bill DeVoe. Yeah, BBD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, then you have Maxwell and then Joe on tour. I'm telling Anthony Hamilton. Talk about it. Well, you know, the BPC is an organization during a pandemic uh, that, you know, a group of promoters got together just to have, you know, for information purposes, like, you know, what can we do? You know, how can we apply for loans? you know, stuff of that nature. Then then, then the BTC grew into, uh, you know, the, the members that we have today. We started out with 22 people on the telephone, on the Zoom, just talking about informational stuff. From there, it, it seemed like we whittled down to like seven companies that's involved with the BPC right now. You know, you have uh, Gary Gittrich out of uh, Houston, who's G-Squared. Uh, his company is called G-Squared. He put on a Millennium Tour. Mm-hmm. You have Shelby Joyner out of New York. His company is SJ Present. You have Suleiman Massey and his mom, you know, out of Detroit. They run the Reefer Franklin uh, Amphitheater. Wow. Uh, you had Troy you had Troy Brown. His company is one fifty one, which is a a marketing and digital company. You have Walt Reader Junior who runs Big Block Entertainment, which is a talent agency. Uh you got Lionel B and Janice Cotton out on the West Coast in Oakland, you know, doing big things out there. Uh, and then you have us, which is Platinum Production, you know, that's doing big things in Philadelphia and Atlantic City. So we all got together and formed the BPC. Our mission is to, you know, really take back our culture. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people have put out artists and stuff like that that wasn't even involved in our culture or know anything about our culture. So our mission was to take back our culture, give, you know, artists the opportunity to tour, treat them right, and most importantly, to hire black throughout the tour. Yes. You know what is awesome? And you and I love that because when I went to the new edition um, show uh, tour, it was it was it was very you can feel that. You guys were teaching, educating, um, you know, and also giving opportunity. And that's what I really loved. And it was such a unified um, situation. That's why I love the, you know, the collective part of you guys' company um, and, and what you're all, you all are doing. Let me just tell you a little backdrop real quick, um, Bill. Um, Joe Meacham, Al Parnas, Al Wash, 
um, so many other promoters that's been around um, forever. I can't even name them all, but they've been around forever. This was their dream. What you all are doing now, this was their dream. When Live Nation came in and just started just taking and dominating the whole market, um, this was something that they had tried to put together Right before they uh-huh. came, they really tried to build it stronger when they were when Live Nation just came on in, bum rushed it, right? And this is like you right. guys picking up the baton. I'm telling you, I I know that Joe Meacham would be very proud to know the whole situation um, that what you guys are doing, because I saw I heard the conversations, you know, they called it um, the Black Promoters Association. That's what it was called. I don't know if he ever right. told you about it. And um, no, it no, like, no, I know. I know about them. You, you know, did. Okay. They had the lawsuit. Yeah, the major lawsuit against, the, you know, the booking agent out of New York. Yeah, all of that stuff. And they really were trying to just kind of get this thing together where they can get a hold of, you know, our culture and entertainment. So anyway, this is just like so beautiful. I'm so glad that you're involved in this. I'm so glad um, to be a part and to, you know, be here um, experiencing what you guys are doing. And I just think everybody um, really loves it. I mean, it was all all walks of life in that show. So many different cultures were together. It's not about um, isolation, just for the record of just, you know, black, white, different cultures. It's not about isolation. No, it's about inclusion. Yeah, it's about inclusion. inclusion you know? Exactly. And that's what you saw. And once we are standing firm in what we do, having confidence in our talents and our creativity and even our accomplishments and wealth, and things like that, people will gravitate with that. You know what I mean? We don't have to like be right. ashamed, be you know, uh, confident in who we are, and to display that. So I love what you guys are doing now. For the for the for the for the last of the segment, I want to talk about you guys, Mary J. Blige. Okay, they she's coming. Ah, uh, yeah, we 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 save the best for last. Yeah, you yeah, know, talk right about now we. Right now, we have uh, the Mary J. Blige tour that we're doing in 24 cities. The tour starts off in September, and it ends uh, the last week in October in Atlantic City, uh, New Jersey, as of right now, unless we add some more dates to it. But if you go to the Black Promoters Collective, you know, dot .com, our website, you know, it lists all the cities that, you know, is going to come to. It's a phenomenal tour. Um, you know, she has Ella May on there uh, and Queen Naja. You know, so you have something for a little younger generation and a little bit older generation. It don't let Mary hear me say that, you know, she's a little bit older. But, you know, <laughs> so, yeah, you have it for both. But, uh, no, nah, it, it really is a phenomenal tour that, that's going out now. So, that's our that's our next project that we that we're on, uh, and we got several others that is, is is in the is in the stirring pot, and we just gotta you know bring it to fruition. So you know just keep an eye out for us. Exactly. And what what is the dates again for Mary J. Blige? Uh, it picks up early September, 
and it ends uh, late October, the last week in October in Atlantic City. All right. So listen, check this out, listeners. Listen, I'm going to be there. Okay. I'm going to be there at the one in LA. You guys got to go get your tickets. I don't care if you in Sweden. I don't care if you in Africa. I don't care where you at. If you're going to be here in the United States, anywhere where this show is um, going to take place, get your tickets and be there. They put on uh, BPC puts on a phenomenal show, period. They It's organized. It's the lights. I've never seen so much, um, what do you call that, on the stage, just everything, the, the backdrops. and I mean, just excellent. Right. The money that has been invested, the sacrifices that you have made. You guys are amazing. Put on an amazing show. Well, Bill, you got the background. You've always um, put on um, great perform, you know, shows and productions and things like that. And then to, for y'all to be collective, it's just phenomenal. So I don't care where you are all over the world. If you are going to be in the United States, go on the BPC Black Promoters Collective um, website, check out what shows they got. Go ahead and get your tickets. But Mary J, she's in September all the way to through the end of October. Get your tickets. Well, Bill, I'm so glad that you came and joined me today. I love, love, love this interview. You are an amazing person, and I thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Gina. You know, I, I appreciate you and appreciate everything that, you know, you, you, you tried to help not just me, but, you know, my company and the BPC by spreading the word. We truly do appreciate it. Yes. And his company's his his own company that he's built up that is a part of BPC is Platinum Productions. Is that right? Yes. Platinum Productions. So go ahead and check out Bill Ingram's. Check out what he's doing because, like he says, he does things in um, annually. So around the Valentine's and President's Day and Mother's Day, he got something going on just for you. I thank you so much, Bill. I love what you're doing. I love what you stand for. I just I'm excited for everything that you guys are doing. I, I just feel like it's so much more. This ain't even it. It's so much bigger, so much more to come. And I'm super excited about your future in this business because you have toiled and you have labored and it is paying off. So I love it. <laughs> and I'm just so excited. For yeah. you. <laughs> All right, Bill Ingram. Thank you again. Right. And God thank bless you. So you. All right. That was Bill Ingram. Go and get your tickets right now for Mary J. Blige. It's going to be super duper amazing. I'm going to be there, especially in L.A. So go ahead and get your tickets. All right. Listen, we're going right into our uh, break and then we're going to go into Kareem Ellis. All right. This is going to be so good. Kareem Ellis. We'll be right back after this break. Freedom and deliverance are available to you in Born Into Sin, Transformed Into Destiny by Dr. Gina R. Prince. One woman's story is everyone's struggle in Born Into Sin, Transformed Into Destiny. Available now at drginaprince.com. Hello, everybody. This is Dawn Robinson with Mama's Boy, The Play, and you listen to Dr. Gina's Radio Chat. 
Hey guys, Dr. Kareem Ellis, speaker, teacher, trainer, number one breakthrough strategist, and today I want to ask you a very powerful, powerful question. I want to ask you, do you have your passport? That's right, I want to ask, do you have your passport? Now, I've been speaking on stages for at least 20 years at this point in time, but I can remember my very first opportunity to speak out of the country. There was an organization called PayPal, and they were looking for a leadership speaker to travel from the States all the way to the beautiful country of Dubai. And catch this, they were going to pay me to do it. They were going to pay for my flight up and back. They are going to pay me a nice amount of money to speak. They only wanted me to speak for, for two hours. They want me to give two one-hour sessions to 200 of the top female leadership execs. And if that wasn't good enough, they actually want to pay for my hotel stay for the entire week so I get to enjoy the country. So they didn't have to twist my finger when they asked if I would be willing to commit to the task. It was a resounding yes. Here was my problem. I committed to the yes, but I didn't get a passport. And so I've got less than 30 days because that's the event. I got less than 30 days to somehow snatch up a passport. So before you know it, I'm going through all the rigorous stuff needs to be done to get a passport in order. I contact my local Walgreens. I get the photo done. I contact the passport agency who lets me know that for a few bucks more, roughly $500 more, I can get my passport service expedited. So instead of waiting five to seven business days, it would take three to five business days. So I put everything in the mail with the cashier's check. They received everything online, but they told me my passport request had been denied because I used an altered document. Now, I'm a little confused because I wasn't sure what the altered document was. They told me that the birth certificate I used was an altered document. What I didn't realize as a child growing up, I wasn't born Kareem Ray Ellis. I was actually born Kareem Muslim Salam. See, when I was born, my parents practiced Islam, and then they converted over to Christianity. So when we converted, they converted my name to Kareem Ray Ellis, but they never went back to my birth, my birth city of Gary, Indiana, and got the actual birth certificate changed. They basically took the birth certificate they had, and they altered it using a labeling machine. So now I have to get a copy of the original birth certificate. So I reach out to the Gary, Indiana Hall of Records, and I beg and plead to see what I can do to get this birth certificate. They say their policy now is to mail them out. So you're going to wait about five to seven business days. I have no choice. And so five to seven days later, the birth certificate shows up. I quickly overnight it to the passport agency and they do all they can to get it back to me. The clock is ticking. We got less than two weeks to go. The passport shows back up. I forward the passport to the uh, necessary officials so they can get uh, uh, my, my tickets lined up. And they say, well, before we can purchase your tickets, did you get a visa? And I, and I said, hmm, what's a visa? Because I didn't realize I had to have a visa to get into the beautiful country of Dubai. So I reach out to the Indian embassy. And I say, I need a visa very, very quickly, like in the next couple of days, because if I don't get this, I'm not going to have an opportunity to travel and speak in Dubai. And they say, sir, it's not going to happen. And I ask why. And they say, the reason it's not going to happen, because you simply don't have enough time. We're getting ready to celebrate an Indian holiday, and we're not open on the weekends. So you're literally going to have three days of downtime, which means it takes 72 hours for this to get approved. You simply would not have enough time to get your visa approved to get into the country. I have to call that event planner and tell her the bad news and let her know, unfortunately, I, 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 this is the first speaking engagement I ever missed, but I'm not going to be able to make the event. And then second, I was angry at my parents. 
Because I'm thinking all this time I've been on the planet, why would you not tell me that you have altered this birth certificate? I used it to get my license at 16. I used it to get my first apartment at 18. I've been using this to be a registered voter. I've been using this birth certificate all my life. And now when I have the opportunity of a lifetime to travel outside the country and go to Dubai, I mean, who wants to miss Dubai? I find out now I can't go because you guys dropped the ball. So I was angry. And I had a few choice words to say to my parents. I, I, I still curbed my tongue, but I was a little upset because a brother missed out on Dubai. As I sat on my couch thinking about how I should have been on that flight inside one of the most beautiful countries ever created, I heard the solemn word of God say, this is your fault. And I paused for a moment. I said, God, I must not have heard you right. Don't get me wrong. I want to be respectful. But how is this my fault? God says again, this is your fault. Time out, flag on the play, repeat first down. How is this my fault? When I was born, the birth certificate was created. I had no say over it. I had no knowledge about the birth certificate being altered or doctored. So how again is this my fault? God says it's your fault because you'll prepare for the journey you believe you're going to take. I'm going to say this again because somebody needs to hear this. You will prepare for the journey you believe you're going to take. Since you only saw yourself as a local speaker, you prepared for a local journey. Because truth be told, you should have had the passport in order before the opportunity knocked on your door. I was quiet because I didn't even know what to say. You ever have a moment when someone gives you some wisdom and you don't really want to receive the wisdom, but you know it's wisdom and you can't reject it or refute it because it's right? I never saw myself as an international sensation as a speaker, so I prepared for a local journey, not a global. Here's a question I have for you before we bring this thing to a close. When you look at your life's journey, because you can be doing have anything that you want, anything that you ask, God says it's yours. But are you preparing yourself for the journey? Have you done a good job of getting your success passport in order? Because if you did that, you should have no problem. Watch that thing get stamped. My name's Kareem Ellis, Dr. Kareem Ellis, speaker, teacher, trainer, number one breakthrough strategist. You can connect with me on Instagram under Kareem Ellis 2.0, K-A-R-I-M-E-L-L-I-S 2.0, or you can reach me on my website at www.kareemellis.com. Have a good one. That was so good. That was so good. All right, you guys. We'll be right back after this commercial break with Minister Nicole Atkinson. Oh, before I um, go on to her, I just want you to know that Kareem will be joining us next month as well. His segment is called Motivational Moment in Five. Uh, (laughs) So I'm excited about that. So listen, tune in next month with that when he joins us again. But we're going to go right into, you know, in his presence segment with Minister Nicole Atkinson, one of my favorite second segments. Oh, my God, this show is so good. God has sent some amazing people to help this show. It takes a village, honey. And I'm telling you, I'm so grateful for the talent, the gifts, the anointing on these folks that has come and joined me into giving you what you need to help motivate, encourage you, inspire you and lift you up by the glory of God. All right. We'll be right back after this sponsor. I mean, after this commercial break with Minister Nicole Atkinson, we'll be right back. Have you heard about the Life in the Spirit devotionals? Life in the Spirit is a collection of teaching devotionals that shatters the work of the enemy who attempts to hold you back from reaching your full potential. The first set is called the Solid Rock Series. These four devotionals help you build a strong foundation to stay rooted and grounded in Christ. 
you'll learn what it means to be a child of God, how to have the faith that moves mountains, how you can experience true freedom in Christ, and how to step into your purpose and destiny. The second set is called the Holy Spirit Series. These four devotionals help you build an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. You'll be guided into encounters with the Holy Spirit, learn to go deeper into His presence, understand and receive the Holy Spirit baptism, and learn to war powerfully in the Spirit. You get all eight devotionals from Life in the Spirit for only $30 plus free shipping. Save 80% now with this special offer. Go to lifeinthespiritbooks.com. You know, as we listen to Dr. Gina's teachings, there is such an anointing, a revelation that will bring breakthrough into every area of your life. Now we're listening to Dr. Gina's radio chat. Hello, and welcome to this month's July in His Presence devotional. I am so excited to be with you today and to share what God has placed in my heart. It is so exciting. You know, I will always title my devotions and Today, I'm going to title my devotion, A New Day Has Risen. Yes, a new day has risen. I'm going to be reading from Psalms 40 and 3. And I'm going to be reading from, you know, my favorite, the Passion Translation Bible. And it says this, a new song for a new day rises up in me every time I think about how he breaks through for me. Ecstatic praise pours out of my mouth until everyone hears how God has set me free. Many will see his miracles. They'll stand in awe of God and fall in love with him. That is a mouthful, mouthful of love, a mouthful of promise, a mouthful of great expectation. I tell you, this word right here is so powerful. Um, I call it a new day because we are in a new day. We are in a fresh season. It says a new day rises up every time. We It rises up every time we think about how God has set you free, how you're not the same person as you're growing, as you're maturing in him. This should be and bring excitement to you. It says ecstatic praise pours out of your mouth. You should have ecstatic praise coming out of you because you are no more your own. You're no more held bound, but you have been set free through Christ Jesus. Wow. I know this has been uh, a challenging. Some of us have having a challenging first year. Some of us maybe have been having a great first year. Whatever season you may be in, know that each new day when you rise, You should give God praise because he has set you free. Oh, man, the miracles that he has in store for you to see that are going to manifest before your eyes are unbelievable. This word says it all. This word, the Psalms 40 and 3, tells tells us all. He says everybody will recognize and they'll fall in love with God. Do you hear that? They'll fall in love with God because of you, because of what they're seeing, the transformation and the maturity and where you're going and how you're developing and they will see the God in living color. They'll see the, they will see it in motion and that should make you smile. And listen, listen, my prayer is that you rise to see the new day with great expectation for what God has prepared for you. Let praise pour out of your spirit. Let love be your portion. You're no longer bound by your past 
nor are you a slave to the future. See your freedom in Christ. Allow him to reveal all the beautiful miracles he has prepared just for you. Amen. And that rich, let him prepare all, let him reveal all the beautiful miracles he has prepared for you. Oh man, I just love that scripture. That scripture touched my heart. It just brought so much, so much revelation to, to me. Um, about freedom in Christ and what that what that guarantees us, what what that inheritance looks like. So if you're in a place right now, you're not really sure, you're not really understanding. Be encouraged. Be encouraged that this is a new day. Every day that you rise, every every moment that you rise in Christ, that you are you're in a new place and you're and and new things can can happen for you because you're in a new place with him. You're not alone. So let him do the revealing. Let, let Christ do the revealing and the things that he wants to do do in, in you and for you. And, and you'll see the miracles. I promise you, you'll see these miracles manifest right before your eyes. So listen, decree and declare this is a new day. Let praise come out of your belly. Let it come out of your spirit. And love, let love be your portion. Amen. Amen. Listen. I love you. I enjoyed uh, spending time with you and just sharing a little bit about God's love and, and his presence, being in his presence. Listen, if you want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me on Facebook, Nicole Atkinson, or you can reach out to me on Twitter at um, Nick underscore purpose. Or you can, if you're, a, if you're a, a woman of God, you can connect with me on Woman of Courage. I do daily devotionals there as well. Um, but until then, I'll be back here next month sharing God's word with you in his presence and know that I am cheering for you. All right. That was Minister Nicole Atkinson with In His Presence. All right. Excuse the, the glitch there. But anyway, this has been an amazing show. We had Bill Ingram. You got to get your tickets for um, for Mary J. Blige, Black Promoters. Uh, collect black, black promoter collective Bill Ingram. Go ahead and connect. Go ahead and get your ticket. We have Kareem Ellis motivational moment in five. So inspirational. Go get your passport. Get ready. Be ready. Find out all that you need to find out early on so you can get the things out of the way so you'll be on ready, set, and go. Okay. All right. And then we have a ministerial moment. I mean, uh, uh, for, um, in his presence with Minister Nicole Atkinson. And of course, ministerial minute with me. All right. Put your big boy and girl pants on and let's go and get through this thing. Okay. He never said it was going to be easy. So come on, wipe them tears, calm yourself down and let's go get in his face, get in his presence, call on his name, get those instructions and let's do this thing. All right. All right. We're more than conquerors. We're overcomers. Okay. All right, you guys, listen, have a very blessed day. This has been Dr. Gina's radio chat. I want you to live healthy, live whole, live in your destiny. I'm loving you always. Until next time. Bye-bye.